God, we just thank you this morning, Father God, as we assemble in, in your name, Father God. And Father God, I just pray that the words that are coming out of my mouth be acceptable in your sight, Father God. Father God, we thank you for each and every one here this morning, Father God, and the ones that will attend or, or listen later, Father God. And Father God, we just thank you this morning, Lord. We thank you for waking us up this morning, Lord, giving us a chance to feed ourselves and clothe ourselves, Father God. We know that alarm clock didn't wake us up, Father God, but it was you who woke us up this morning. And we thank you for that, Father God. We thank you. We take nothing for granted, Father God. We take nothing for granted, Father God. We give you praise and glory for everything you do for us, Father God. And we just want to thank you this morning, Father God. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Christ and everyone say amen. 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 All right, doctor. Uh, do you have a preference for any of the
Are we done? I can play another one if you like. Yeah, why don't you do one more?
Pastorine's church, no, at Pastorine's father's church, Ephesians Church of God in Christ, and her name was Sylvia Guitard, and uh, she used to come and visit us, and uh, she was uh, a recording artist, uh, her music was so anointed, and she would sing that song for me every time she came, because she knew I just loved that, I loved that song, Jesus, you're the sinner of my children. And then the last one that you heard, God is real. Some of y'all wasn't born when I was singing that song. <laughs> As a little girl in the Baptist church, God is real. I know the words by heart. And every so often, I just like to hear it because God is real. He's real in my soul. And I hope he's real in yours. But if he's not, you can invite him in today and he will be real. So with that said, Reverend, I want you to come and bring us the word of God. Amen. Amen. Yes, God is real. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> that first song also uh, 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 just, just rang a bell in my heart because he said, you have rescued my life. And he kept saying, you have rescued my life. I don't know about y'all, but God has rescued my life. When I think about the things and when I think about where I've been and, 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 and when I think about some of the things that are going on right now with me, I have to say God has rescued my life. And if God has rescued my life, then that last song come into, come into view. If God has rescued my life, then we must know God is real. We must know God is real. You know, I was listening to that song uh, too bad I can't put them on my uh, YouTube page. I would love other people. And, and, and my uh, uh, podcast thing, it only gives me a, a certain amount of minutes, so I can't put all the songs on there, but I'm going to have to figure out how to do it. So when other people listen, they know what I'm talking about. But that song reminded me, uh, uh, before I went into uh, uh, rehab, before I went into rehab, uh, uh, I wanted help. I wanted help before I went into rehab. See, I knew nothing about rehab at the time, and I didn't know about the rooms of Narcotics Anonymous at the time, and so I wanted help. So I went to a church with my raggly self, right? And uh, I was real raggly back then. And when I was uh, about to go into that church, everybody was so pretty. Everybody was so clean and a few people looked at me because, you know, I wasn't dressed right. I didn't look right. I was skinny. Uh, uh, cause of the drugs and, and the way people looked at me, I never entered that church. Mm. I never walked into that church. I was looking for help, but I never walked in that church. I won't mention the name. It was right here in East Palo Alto. And, uh, the reason why I tell you that story, because I want to, I want to talk about, uh, uh, what God put on my mind to talk about today. And, uh, it, what I want to talk about is the perfect church. The perfect church. Is there really such thing as a perfect church? I always tell folks that if you are looking for a perfect church and think you found one, don't join it. I'm going to mm -hmm. read that one more time. If you're looking for the perfect church and you think you found one, please don't join it. They only mess up. When we're dressed up 
and at our best behavior, it's easy to forget that we are all sinners that are saved by grace. See, when people are all clean and they going in there with their best selves because they going to church, they forget sometimes that we all are sinners that's just saved by grace. The late Ray Stedman was leading his church through a study of 1 Corinthians. He read them the list of kind of sinners that will not inherit the kingdom of God. Fornicators, people that idolize false images, it says in here homosexuals, thieves, swindlers. Then he said, quoting Paul, and such were we. With that, he asked those in his congregation who could identify with one or more of those sins to stand up on their feet. No one moved until a saintly woman stood. Stedman said that one by one, people began to stand. Before it was over, two-thirds of those presents were on their feet. They had an invitation that night, and a young man came forward and said, I've been coming to this church for a long time, and everyone looks so holy and good. They sang, they prayed, they listened to the sermon, and they all seemed so perfect that I just didn't think I belonged. But he said, when you read that list and I saw all those people stand, I, he said, hey, I've been there. I've done that. I'm not so different from them after all. Maybe this is the kind of place I belong. See, the body of Christ is not a museum for saints. It's not. It's a hospital for sinners. Let me, get, let me run that by y'all one more game and catch y'all didn't catch that. The body of Christ is not a museum for saints. It's a hospital for sinners. And that's why so many of us feel at home. So many of us feel at home in church because, hey, it, 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 that's what we in the right church. Now, I got to tell you, there ain't no perfect church, y'all. There ain't no perfect church. If y'all thought it is, I, 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 I'm sorry. I just here to tell y'all the truth. But God told me ain't no perfect church. See, some people, when you go to church, you know, uh, uh, some people uh, hear about your sin and forget about theirs because your sin may be bigger than theirs. But I'm going to tell you, sin is sin. A small sin is just as big as a big sin. So if somebody's got something that's really big going on, they done done something really bad, and you done ate too much, do you know gluttony is a sin? Yeah, your sin may not be as bad as theirs, but sin is sin. Nobody has no right to judge your sin. What did God, what did Jesus say? Those without sin cast their first stone. And what did they all do? If you know that story, you know they all put the bricks down. They all put the bricks down. Let's put our bricks down. Let's not judge nobody else. Let's put our bricks down. I'm not going to cast no stone because I, if that was the case, they I should be the one being stoned if that was the case. So my purpose and my point there is sin is sin. 1 Corinthians 6 and 11 says, but you are washed 
but you are, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So some people go, go from church to church, y'all. Some people go from church to church looking for the perfect church, but they never really find it. What they find is a church that caters to what they want to believe in, what's comfortable for them and what's comfortable for their belief system, what they are willing to believe in and accept, what they are willing to believe in and accept. That's why we have so many different type churches. That's why we have pastors and preachers that will not tell God's word, that will not tell everything in that Bible, that will not tell the truth, which is God's word. And you know why they won't do it? Because they're afraid they're going to lose some congregation if they tell the truth. I'm just keeping it real, y'all. Some pastors will not preach the truth. They'll preach half the truth. They'll preach some of the truth. They won't tell you that, hey, you doing this and you doing this wrong. I have seen several people over the years leave our church because they didn't want to hear what the pastor had to tell them. And then if you research what the pastor told them, it was what the word said. It was what the word said. See, when we go to church, we need to go to church for God's word, not what our word want to be or what we want God's word to be. There is no perfect church, y'all. And if you can't handle the truth, what that, what, that, what that thing say, you can't handle the truth. Don't go to another church looking for it. Don't go to another church looking for the truth. There is no perfect church. But this is what God says to those people. You are wrong. And the reason why they're wrong, because they neither know the scripture, nor they know the power of God. That's in Matthew. I, I, uh, you have to read Matthew to find that. I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't get the direct word. Because, see, if they did, they'll know God is the only thing perfect. God is perfect, not the church. God is perfect, not the church, not us, not even the pastors of the church. I want y'all to hear me good. Because when you go to church, I want you to hear the word. If it ain't this church, you know, I like uh, uh, I like to listen to uh, that brother John Gray sometime. One time he said, I don't care if y'all don't come back to my church. This is the truth. This is what God said. And I don't remember exactly what he was saying to make him say that. But I started listening because I was getting ready for work. And I started listening when he said that. Because it's the truth. You need to, these people need to know the truth. They don't need to be filled with false prophecies. They don't need to be filled with false learning. They need to be filled with the word of God. Y'all hear me? Uh, uh, Y'all too near me not to hear me out there. I see Brother Zedrick shaking his head out there. And, uh, you know, I, I see my Brother Zedrick in the car today. He's not waiting on the bus stop. <laughs> Has God blessed you with another vehicle? See, God is good. See, God is real because uh, I don't know if he blessed you with another vehicle, but I see that stern wheel. See, God will bless us with things as long as we're obedient. 
<laughs> as long as we obedient to God, we can have anything that God offers us, y'all. He has some windows up there that he's waiting to open to pour us out some blessings that we can't even handle. I see my friend Gloria on here today. How you doing, Gloria? <laughs> but let me get back to, to my service. Is there such thing as a perfect church? No perfect church. There's comfort in knowing that we're all on a journey of Christ-likeness and no one has arrived. It's not because we lower the high standards we have for ourselves, for God's people, because we recognize our fallingness and how easy it is to fall short of those standards. What does Jesus say about the church? What did Jesus say about the church? Jesus pronounced a blessing upon Peter and proclaimed Peter answering as having been divided by divine uh, inspiration. He said, he then stated, and I say unto thee, thou art Peter and upon this rock, Upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That's Matthew 16 and 18. Upon my this rock, I build the church. Upon a rock, y'all. Uh, uh, not upon the building. Okay? Because some people think that the building is the church. Some people think that the building is the church. We lost some people that been in our building every single Sunday. Didn't miss a Sunday. Didn't miss a Sunday. But after the pandemic and we no longer went back to the building, they no longer came to our church. And I know I can't speak for all of them. And I know one for sure that don't even go to church no more. Because uh, we didn't have the building. And the reason why I know because that person uh, uh, called me and said, uh, when we going to go back in the building? When we going to get a building? And I'm telling him what I'm telling y'all. Oh, see, I didn't gave away part of it. I said him. I'm tell, I'm tell, I told him what I'm telling y'all. The church is not the building. The church is us. We are the church, y'all. If you don't know, now you know. We are the church and the building is not. What is a good church? What is a good church? A good church is one that treasures and teaches God's word and truth accurately. Accurately. That's what a good church is. A good church teaches God's word and truth. And don't worry about what the people say. A good church is not to please the people. It's to teach them the word of God. That's what a good church does. That's why I'm still at Bread of Life because I learned the word God through Bread of Life. I went through a lot of churches. I ain't trying to down nothing. I ain't trying to down nobody or nobody's religion or what they do. God gave us that right to pick and choose. He gave us that right. But I want to tell you about my church. See, my church, I went in and I learned the word of God. And I heard things that that may have made me run back in the day. Back in the day. But what I heard since it was the truth, I sat down and I sat and stayed. 
since it was the truth. And the reason why I know it was the truth because it was in the Bible. It was the word of God. And that's what I hear. And, 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 and if you tell me something different, I'm going to say, oh, show me that in the Bible. If you tell me something different about God, or if you tell me something about God that I don't know about, I'm going to ask you to show me in that Bible. And if you can't show me, then I can't believe it. A good church is one where the gospel is uh, proclaimed without compromise. I'm going to read that one again, too. A good church is one where the gospel is proclaimed without compromise, y'all. A good church is one that emphasize loving God and one another and worshiping God in spirit and in truth. Worshiping God in spirit and in truth. A good church is one that emphasize making obedient disciples who live by God's grace and the power of the spirit apart from legalism. Okay? I'm explaining that one to you, and I'm going to read that one again. A good church is one that emphasizes making obedient disciples, obedient disciples who live by God's grace and the power of the spirit apart from legalism. Legalism, adding man-made rules over petty issues and judging others based on wherever they keep, I mean, whether they keep those rules. It's a plague on many churches. Jesus clashed with the Pharisees. Jesus clashed with the Pharisees who had added hundreds of rules to the Old Testament, especially regarding the Sabbath. They pride themselves on outward conformities to their rules, but their hearts was far from God. You can find that in Matthew 15, 7 through 9. What is a good church, y'all? What is a good church? A good church is one that emphasizes reaching the lost, both locally and globally. See, you got some people, you got some people, y'all, that's just, they church, that's it. We don't want no other people in here. We don't want no people coming in here that been drinking. We don't want no people that come in here smoking marijuana. We don't want no people that come in here that had problems. We don't want no uh, uh, teenage mamas. No, a good church is supposed to reach out locally and globally to the sick, to the sinners, to the people that need help. I said this many times before. Well, you don't go to the hospital. You may go to a doctor for a checkup, but if you ain't sick, you don't really go to the doctor. Why are you going to go to the doctor you ain't sick? Oh, I just want to get up and go to the doctor today. No, sick people go to the doctor. Sick people go to the doctor. Sinners should go to church. I'm just saying. We should accept all sinners. I don't care how they smell, look, talk. Y'all heard the story. I'm not telling no story that ain't been told before. Pastor had Sister Carla and uh, yeah, come to church. So what, you drunk? So what? Come to church anyway. Come to church anyway. See, if they didn't allow that, then me and Zedric wouldn't be in the church. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, and Sabrina G too. We wouldn't have been there neither. We wouldn't have been there neither because then what, like I told y'all from the beginning, I needed help. I wanted help. I was crying out and I went to the church to get it and they looked at me like a bum on the street. Mm-hmm. They looked at me like a bum on the street. Do you know it took me another two years before I got clean and sober? I was fighting for it then, y'all. I wanted it then, y'all. God directed me then, y'all. Uh, 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 I mean, maybe I still should have went in that church no matter how they looked at me. Maybe I still should have stepped in that church. I don't know. And I won't never know. But I know I was crying out for help. And I felt too shame and I felt too dirty to go into that church. Nobody should ever feel shame. Nobody should ever feel too dirty to walk into the house of the Lord. Amen? Never. A good church is one that deals with loving loving, and uh, uh, biblical with sinning members. A good church should be loving and teach the Bible to sinning members. A good church is one who leaders, because we all leaders, believe it or not. I'm taking my time. I'm reading this one again, y'all. A good church is one who leaders are mature, godly men and women of integrity. See, what I'm saying is I can't sit up here and bring y'all this word and go to work tomorrow and curse people out. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. I can't sit here and listen to the pastor's word and then go out and not share it and not spread the word of God's goodness. All that is perfect, y'all. And we heard this in one of them songs too. Comes from you. All that is perfect comes from you. And when they said you, that meant the Lord. That means God. I'm sorry, y'all. It don't come from the church. It don't come from me. It comes from the Lord. Never knock nobody else for their sins because you got some too. And I don't care if it's just eating too much, uh, 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 driving too fast. I, I don't care what the sin is. We all got a little something, something going on, y'all. We all got something, something going on. Based on what the scripture teaches about the local church in the New Testament, we all need to we all need to be realistic that all churches have various problems. We all need to be realistic. You know, I want to look at some of those people who got mad because something was said and they, they bust out to another church. I want to look at some of those people and tell them, are you being realistic? You can't tell me ain't nothing going on in that church because if ain't nothing going on in that church you in the wrong church. I'm just telling you. I'm just keeping it real. If ain't nothing going on, you in the wrong place. If ain't no sinners in that church, then you in the wrong place because God is looking to save the sinners. God wants us. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. God wants us to save, to help save those sinners. God wants us to save those sinners, y'all. Oh, I can't save no sinner. I've been high all my life. Yeah, okay. He used David. He used a uh, 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 man. 
He can go on and on. He used my boy who he, he blinded Saul turned into Paul. Okay? Blinded him on the way to Damascus, made him see. He was blind, now he can see. I'm telling you, y'all, we are the church. We are the church. Now, I know my church ain't perfect. I know that. But I belong to a good church that doesn't cater to what I want to believe in. Y'all hear me? I belong to a church that don't cater to what Richard want to believe in. What Sabrina, G, Sabrina, Zedrick, and even my friend Gloria, I don't belong to that type of church, Gloria. I belong to a church that wants to preach the word and tell the truth about God's word. Not the truth on what they believe in, but God's words. Because God's word is the truth. Amen? Amen. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to turn it back over to you, Pastor. Praise God. Well, I'm thankful this morning that I uh, am a part of a church that uh, is not uh, a, a church where people think that we're there to just have a, a little praise uh, for one another, but we're open to anyone, whosoever will, let him come. That's what it says in Isaiah. Whosoever will, let him come. And we know that this place that we call church, this gathering, we are the church. We are the body of Christ. And we are here because we were sinners and we're saved by grace. And because we were allowed to be saved by grace, we should be encouraging anyone and everyone Amen. to come and be saved by grace. So I thank God for that message and we need to keep on preaching that message to ourselves as we go about our daily duty. There's uh, Brother uh, Larry Arnold uh, here with us this morning. We need to keep on preaching that sermon uh, that Reverend brought us this morning because, you know, everywhere we go, we ought to be sharing with others that Jesus is alive and well sitting at the right hand of the throne of grace, making an assistant for us. And that he died for our sins. He gave his life so that we could have life and have it more abundantly. We need to share that message with anybody that will listen and people come to us and tell us what they're going through and we need to tell them we have the perfect solution for them. And his name is Jesus. So I'm not going to only preach that sermon, but I'll tell you what. We need to know that the perfect church is where Jesus Christ is Lord. The perfect church is where people believe that Jesus died for their sins and that he not only died for their sins, but he died for the sins of the world. So oh, man. with that said, I'm going to stop because I'll... Keep on going with that one. And we all keep on going with that. Wherever you go, wherever you go today, whatever you do this week, people ask you, well, with the word at your church, you need to tell us about Jesus. 
So we oh, thank God for our Reverend this morning. Thank God for the word. Thank God for all of you. And uh, we're going to get ready to dismiss this morning. Uh, we had, uh, I see we had at least one guest this morning. Uh, I, I don't know if that's, uh, is that a, someone from your job, Reverend? Uh, no, no, just just a, a friend of mine. She's actually been on here once before. She's, she's joined us before. Well, welcome again. <laughs> Keep coming back. Coming back, welcome to join us. And so we're going to get ready to dismiss. And as I said, we're glad to see Brother Larry Arnold this morning. And uh, we see Brother Cedric was driving his car this morning. Amen. So praise God, all of you. I love you with the love of the Lord. And I'm going to ask the Reverend to dismiss us. Amen. Amen. So, Father God, we just Thank you this morning, Father God. As we see blessings, Father God. We see blessings right now, Father God. We just thank you, Father God, for each and everyone here, Father God. And, and Father God, I just personally thank you because you have rescued my life, Father God. I thank you for the lives that you have rescued, Father God. You are the center Father God, you are the center, Father God, and we just thank you for being that, Father God, and we just want to give you praise, honor, and glory, Lord. We thank you for each and everyone here today, Father God. We uh, ask the hedge of protection over each and everyone here, and we ask that hedge of protection over the family members that are represented here today, Father God. We just thank you, Lord. We just thank you for everything you do for us, Father God. If we had 10,000 tongues, we still couldn't thank you enough, Father God. We give you praise, Lord. We give you honor and we give you glory in the mighty name of Jesus and everyone say amen 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 all right everybody amen all right all right see y'all in prayer tomorrow I'm off tomorrow I'm gonna be there I'll see all righty, y'all have a good one. I'll be there tomorrow. All right. I'm ready to take my test, so yeah. I have more time now. All right. All right, take care. All right, Brother Larry, right. we see you, man.
free movies. Anywhere. That's me, Mr. Cole. 